Introducing Buckets of Beyond, your Friday Road Mouse podcast. From the hashtag Luca for MVP studio, it's Jay Bonnie, aka Jay. What's up, Benny? Benos Diaz. <laughs> Starting at point guard, it's Ben Seibel, aka Captain Bensado. And finally, our guest starting at shooting guard, it's the man, the myth, the chicken, it's Chicken Man. Yo, let's go. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Chicken Man. Thank you for finding time in your day. Excited. Yeah, dude, no, it's a pleasure to be on, you know, it's great. I was actually listening to your, your last podcast with uh, Maz Reddit, A1 Word, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. that. Much appreciate it. We're fans of your work. I, I, I mean, if you're on Mass Twitter, you can't not know who Chicken Man is because he's, he's at all the home games. He's in a Chicken Man type. For those who, for who are just like audio listeners, he's in like a chicken suit type PJ thing, but under, but there's like a jersey on top. They probably like, felt it. They probably felt it already. They felt that aura like through audio, the audio for sure. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Um, so, so tell us. How, how did you tell us about your journey for your origin from you know to get to this status of like fan favorite at the AAC chicken man everyone the one everybody knows at, uh, at the games how, how did that happen so you know it all started with uh with the goal in mind because to get it where it is today you know it's I didn't expect it to so it all started when um you know, when I got when I first got season tickets back in 2020, 2020 during that COVID season, and you know, it's like, oh, awesome! You know, it's like because I've been to games before, but I was like, now I got season tickets. I want to be on the jumbotron, you know? Yeah. And that's like that's the goal, right? Like anytime you go to a game, you like you want to be on the jumbotron. That's like as as part of a fan, right? Yeah. So that was uh that was the goal, and I tried, you know, like just as you know, regular my like regular me, you know, regular Rudy. Uh, that's my name, by the way, Rudy. So regular Rudy, yeah. <laughs> regular Rudy, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I tried for like three se- like two seasons, three seasons, and nothing was working. And then the beginning of 2020, I was like, "All right, that's my goal. That's my New Year's resolution: get on that screen." You know, uh, 2022. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Uh, so before the Chicken Man, there was actually a Miles Morales Spider Man suit. Nice. And I went all decked out, you know, Miles Morales. I had the mask on. I had like uh, my Jordans on, you know. And I had, uh, you know, I had that uh, that city edition windbreaker too. And I was like, dude, I was all swagged out. No, I did not make it. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know what? Let's go to uh, the next game. I was like, let's go a little more obscure. It's um, I had this onesie in the closet, like the longest. And like, you know what? Let me bust it out and see. And I'm not gonna lie, uh, I was in the car for like 20 minutes trying to hype myself up to like get outside the car. Because you know <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, you know, walking into an arena wearing a chicken suit. Yeah. Because you don't know what to expect. Either you can get really killed, or you're just gonna like, if you weren't be like, you know, like they're gonna, you know, they're gonna love it. And honestly, AEC fans, bro, like 
Mavs, Stars, they they both loved it, dude. I was like, all right, cool. We're I'm in the right place. And so it was an that immediate first attempt, hit. You didn't walk in like you you haven't you haven't had any beer thrown at you or anything. Like it's been it's like just all high fives, all good vibes for the most part. Yeah, you get your one or two people that are like, yo, what though? You know, <laughs> but yeah, uh, mostly like the like honestly, I'm really high person when it comes to like like Mavs games and like forts in general. So they see that energy, they're like, all right, this we want yeah. we want to party with him. This is the guy. So and I'm I'm that guy. So that first game, even though I was in like in the 300s, you hardly get you know any cameras up there. Homie pulled like I just remember like homie with the camera pulled up there. He just like got a shot shot with me and my brother in law. And we're just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's awesome. And from there it's been a it's been a roller coaster ride, dude. It's, it's been fun. Uh went to all the playoff games, the watch parties, home games, dude. It's it's been fun. Uh met a couple of players, met Mark Cuban, met St. Marshall. Wow. Uh, yeah, dude, it's been a roller coaster, dude. It's Dang. been fun. I love it. I love it, dude. I that, love it. That's that's so wild. You like created this persona, and then next thing you know, you're meeting Mark Cuban. Like that. Right, give, me, give me a second, bro. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's dope. Yes, Chicken Man's taking a break. Right off the bat, yeah. Because I know he. Um... Something real quick. Oh, you're good. <laughs> that, I wanted so to ask, when was um, when when did like, like, by the time you, you rolled out the onesie, like, were you on a first name basis with camera people? Or, like, did like, do you have any connects behind the scenes to like, like, I don't know, like maybe you could like, is there is there something that you had beyond? like just being active to get you on in the thing you know <laughs> I think he was just uh, active no it was like legit i didn't know anybody I, all i knew was my ticket rep for the season tickets and that was it like yeah so i was like all right cool i'm just going to this thing blind i don't know what to do i didn't i didn't know anybody all i knew was the um the usher at my in my section and that was it like if I knew I had somebody behind the scenes, I'm like, oh, my. In the yeah. beginning, that would make things so much easier. But it, it, it's been a grind, dude. It's like, it's it's not easy, especially like me You're wearing this fan. during like the yeah. summer, summer months. Oh, oh, my God. That's brutal. But I commit, dude. I commit. <laughs> Do you remember the first time you got on the big screen? Like, was that yeah. that, that brother in law one where they like finally like kind of panned to you? And then what did that feel like when you finally, like, I did it after like, trying all these stuff it was great dude it was amazing i loved it it was uh it was like yeah accomplished my goal like i did it and i remember like the car like my brother my brother-in-law picked me up from work and he was like dude what the fuck are you wearing <laughs> <laughs> like because he, he's like he's a big mass fan too but he's like more of like a serious one so he was like right. dude i'm trying to get on the jumbotron it's like all right bro all right <laughs> and he's kind of like you know hesitant about it but he's never been on it either so as soon as he saw this on the screen he was like bro let's go again <laughs> every every time he sees me now it's like yo chicken man what's up i'm like that's when he okay. came out of his show yeah when he saw that yeah. it was real <laughs> it's real yeah yeah so, it's uh, uh it's awesome dude i love it you know i love the 
you know, there's a lot of work that goes behind it because people just think it's like, yo, you just put on chicken so you show up games. Yeah, but you also like you have to make content behind that, you know, you have to record what you see, you gotta you gotta make a presence for yourself because you know, eventually you want to grow this into something more, but we'll see. But I'm right now I'm just having fun, dude. It's all it's all about having How fun. long have you been doing it? Uh since twenty twenty two. So that was like the season we went to the Western Conference Finals. Okay, so it's it's pretty it's relatively new. I mean, you've already, you know, gotten to the point where you meet some players. And which players have you met? So, well, I've met I've met Maxi Kleba, I met AJ Lawson. <clears throat> oh, cool. I, I met uh, Dana Hardy. That one was funny because you know how like after games sometimes they like they ask you, hey, you want to shoot a free throw afterwards? Uh-huh. And so I was doing that, and one of my buddy, uh, my buddy Mike's grandson, to go shoot it, and then his his grandson was like, hey, isn't that Jaden Hardy? As we're walking up the steps, like, that is Jaden Hardy, and I asked him,
Um, the downer of the week was Pascal Siakam got traded to Pacers because Rick Carlisle, you know, was petty as hell and <laughs> had to snag that one from us. Um, but he went for like three first round picks and we did, I think we like, we have to wait until the summer till we have three first round picks. So it was tough. We probably weren't as close in the running as we thought we were, but on to the players that are available. We've been, we've been, um, uh, rumored to be pursuing power forwards, excuse me, like Jeremy Grant, PJ Washington and Kyle Kuzma. Now, what I ask y'all to do could y'all rank these power fours based off of who you think the Mavs should target? Who wants to go first? I'll jump in. Oh, I'll ahead. jump right in. I like champions, all right. Um, <laughs> oh god. And 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 I like yeah, I like kind of like just spicier takes and like I don't know. I, I like, like an objective measure, but also yeah, so, something about guys that have beat us before and guys that are champs like is attractive to me. I like seeing Caruso spark, you know, kind of jump in the name there. Kuzma, I like the uh, Kyle Kuzma win with the LeBron. I don't remember. Yeah, he won in the ball. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. The Disney and, ring. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mickey Mouse. Le <laughs> Mickey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like seeing Kyle Kuzma's name pops up, and and he's actually expressed wanting to, um, you know, not not wanting to play for the Mavs, but liking and getting along with our guys and, you know, um, expressing, you know, conceding chemistry, uh, you know, chemistry desires or whatever. You know, he said, like, yeah, these guys can play over there. Da, 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 da. I like what they're doing over there. I like that. I think now that Spencer Dinwiddie's gone, I think it won't. I think. <laughs> he, and, he and Spencer Dinwiddie had beef randomly. And anyway, oh, that's sorry. Right. It, was so, it was so weird. It was... That was an unnecessary beef, too. It's just, I think – Kyle Kuzma is kind of immature, and he anyway. That, that's continue. Kyle's number one for you, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I could see that kind of playing out. Um, I would love to get Clint. I'm seeing his name kind of pop up here as I'm scrolling Google, but yeah. They got Kyle um, one, and then out of PJ Washington and Jeremy Grant, who's your number two? PJ and Jeremy Grant. Um, <clears throat> man. So with Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant can shoot it. Both of them, both of them can snipe. Who's taller, bro? <laughs> Whoever's taller. Whoever's taller. I think I like PJ. Okay, PJ number two. But but I don't know. <sighs> Jeremy Grant's been on better teams. So like something about. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know, and I hate that bias. So like we were just complaining about that bias a couple episodes ago, but like yeah, I kind of have that bias right now. Um. The fact that PJ Washington has been on very mid teams, I'm kind of leaning. He's just only been Jeremy on the Grant. Hornets, right? Yeah, well, yeah, the Hornets have been the same. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, we know the Hornets. Yeah, I'm sort of leaning Jeremy Grant. I'm gonna go Kuzma Grant Washington. Okay, I like it. I like it. What about you, Chicken Man? Uh, I want to say, I want to say Kuz. At, at one so mainly because like he has the experience you know like back when he was in the lakers in 2020 he was a great defense presence for them great defense now that he's been on the wizards he's more of like a shooter now 
So I, I feel like Kuz would be a great addition now as a power forward on, on our roster as number one, if we're able to get him. Uh, and after that, actually, we'll put P.J. Washington, number two, uh-huh. over Jeremy uh-huh. Grant. Even though P.J. has that, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I know he's playing, he's been doing okay, like, averaging 12 points this season. But, like, before that, before, the only thing I knew about P.J. Washington was the Brittany Rayner thing. Oh, that was him? Yeah. yeah. That was him, yeah. What? <laughs> oh, that was him. Yeah. Oh, I totally yeah, what, forgot about that. His baby mama was going viral. Making that was the first. That was the first yeah, one, right? Yeah. Like she was, he was the first one that she got, right? Yeah, dude. Oh, oh, dude. They were, know. yeah. That's embarrassing, bro. But you know, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. I mean, they're both like pretty young, though. I think, right? So, like, yeah, he, hopefully, they'll get older and like whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that though. Man, and it's a great thing you, yeah, and it's a great thing you bring up age, maybe because you know Jeremy Grant. I mean, sorry, PJ Washington is uh you know twenty five years old, so he's still really he's still young. young. Yeah, he's still young. <laughs> he still develop. You know, he's still got high ceiling. And Jeremy Grant, you know, he's at twenty nine. So good point. Yep. Yeah. So he's more Andrew point. So and his contract's way higher than PJ Washington's. So that's the reason why. <clears throat> so Kuz, PJ, then Jeremy Grant. That's how that's how I go. Okay. I see it. I see it. Um dang. So I, I hadn't really looked, I mean, I apologize. I hadn't really looked at the stats going into it. I was leaning PJ Kuzma Grant. But after y'all's case, and I looked at the so we need rebounds. And that's a big <laughs> that's a big issue we have. And um right now Kyle Kuzma um, averages the most rebounds, at least in this current season. He's averaging the most rebounds. He's averaging six rebounds a game. B.J. Washington's averaging five, and Jeremy Grant's averaging three. So if we get Jeremy Grant, that's not helping rebounding. Um, I just felt like – plus, um, man, yeah, I, I think, like, Jeremy Grant is going to cost a lot just because of his contract. And then – the Blazers are going to – that's their biggest trade piece right now. So I can't imagine that they just take, like, Tim Hardaway Jr. in a second or whatever. Like, they're going to want a bigger piece that they can build with Anthony Simons and everybody there. So I feel like we're kind of by default out of the running with that. Um, but um, I, it's clear that P.J. Washington doesn't want to be a, a Charlotte Hornet. Like, he's made that pretty clear. Um, and I mean, Charlotte can hopefully they finally give in to him, not, not wanting to be there and just like let him free. And maybe they'll just like, okay, we'll, we'll take a, a, you know, Seth Curry in a second. That's not a realistic trade. I'm just kind of like spitballing like a smaller trade. Like let's let's in like a smaller, like, uh, Josh Green in a second to, to Charlotte for, um, for PJ Williams. Maybe we can get away with something like that. And then Kyle Kuzma is kind of in a similar vein where you can tell, obviously he doesn't want, they're, they're terrible. They're God awful. And maybe he checks a lot of our boxes. He can score. He's versatile. He can defend multiple positions. He can rebound. He's not as tall as we'd like him to be, but 
he's athletic and I think that's that's kind of what we're missing because after Luca and Kai we don't really have versatile scorers it's just you're hoping that Tim Hardaway Jr. is is hot from three you're hoping that Josh Green feels confident enough to play like up to his potential like there's a lot riding on that third scorer and I think we need somebody who's got that like um that mentality that I think Kyle Kuzma has, right? That he's confident in himself. He's confident in his game. He's got that mid-range game. He's got, he's working on three pointers, but he can, you know, attack the basket. Like you said, Jay, he's got that championship experience, whether it's in the, in the bubble or not, that's still <laughs> that's something. Little Mickey. Um, man, you guys talk, you talk me into Kyle Kuzma at one. No drugs. No drugs at all. Yep. No drugs at all. I mean, he he's the he's the best out of those, like out of those three, you know. And plus, just imagine like if we do like get him, like you know how like the the pregame you know tunnel walk with like their fits and stuff. Just imagine that. Yeah, but but oh, what's man, the new gonna, version of the pink sweater? Luca, bro. He's gonna have our whole team swagged out, bro. Well, I don't know. If, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he can only do so much. I don't. I don't. I think some of these guys are just set in their ways, and and Kyle Kuzma can just. Um, man, but yeah, I mean, uh, uh, on the social media side, Mavs, the Mavs social wants him like walking through our tunnels with whatever crazy fit he's got on because he always has at least like four or five every year that are just like insane. Um, but I see it, I man, Kyle Kuzma. I, I didn't come into this pod thinking Kyle Kuzma would be my number two, but Who, he's number one, so it's it's uh, I got Kuzma at top, PJ Washington, and uh, Jeremy Grant. PJ, so Kyle Kuzma is probably the most most talented. He's he scored averaging 22 points a game, averaging six rebounds a game, without like a real point guard. I mean, we can we we assume like Luca make makes you a little bit better scoring wise, and then got the defensive edge, and he doesn't have off the court drama like outside of a Spencer Dinwiddie beef every every so often. He doesn't have man that baby mama thing kind of just popped up. I kind of like the baby mama thing, though, because, like, like Kyrie <laughs> had a good transition to Dallas after his, like, viral drama. Maybe, you know, maybe we could, like, be, we could, like, build a rep as, or, like, a rehab franchise, you know? like We can rehabilitate you after playing for, like, the Hornets. After like, just, you know, I mean, did we social did media it, you know? faux pas, you know, just, like, not, not handling yourself sure. right. This is a safe place. <laughs> dub yeah. we'll take care of you here yeah to rehab we got you yeah I, I hopefully i i think nico can get crafty with 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 the, any of these trades and i think what's most appealing about kuzma is maybe just maybe we can get a package deal where we get daniel gafford in addition to kyle kuzma I, I would be very interested to see if we have the pieces that they would want to, to pull that off. That might be too much based off. It might just take everything we have to get Kyle Kuzma. What, what, do you, what, do you, what would y'all think about that? Adding uh, Gafford to me. Uh, well, let's see. What, we, uh, what is he yeah, averaging right on now? A, he's, on a, uh, he's got three years left on his deal. He's averaging 10 points, point. seven rebounds. I like him already. Twenty-five years old, young buck. Yeah, I like him. I mean, I would, 
Yeah. I like him. Like, honestly, if we have him, so we have Lively, then him, and then, I'll, honestly, I would say Powell over Maxi at this point. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, he was yeah, rough we against just had the those Lakers, three. to be honest. Like, yeah, you don't want Maxi playing too much five. He just got back, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like a solid deal for able to get both of them, actually. I like it. And, Gafford and, and uh Kuz. Gaff, Gafford and Kuzma. I think that would that would help us solve a lot of issues that we have. Uh, it, it would help us be more versatile in score, and we have a third option that we can really, I think, depend on a little bit more than Tim Hardaway. Um and he can defend, he can get rebounds. We got two we if we get two guys that get rebounds. I don't know where uh, Gafford is on defense, but I, I think he's by default better than Dwight Powell. So we have like a, you know, he's getting a couple blocks. Um, yeah, a couple blocks a game with the, you know, in the time that he's got, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. So I think at minimum, if we could, uh, the, the other, the other part of this conversation that I think a lot of Mass fans might be coming to the realization too is like, hey, we don't have, we kind of have limited assets, and nobody's really buying what we're selling, so we might just not really make a big move. We might or a medium sized move. We might not. Nico might just stand pat and like, hey, let's get everybody healthy. Let's get everybody, you know, on the court, and then we 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 feel pretty good. We're sixth, I think, in in the West. Like once everybody's healthy, we can be a good team. Um, what do you think about that, Chicken Man? Do you think, do you think, how would you feel if we didn't make a move, or, or, or do you think we will make a move? Honestly, our team right now is good. I wouldn't say it's great or the best, but if we're, you know, with injuries and we're in, you know, six in the West, it's, it, I'm happy. I'm, I'm content with that because I'll get us to the playoffs. But Nico making moves right now. Like you said, there's limited assets. There's not much we can do now. And if we like, we'll make a media move. I think Nico, I think the big move will come in during the offseason. That's where Nico usually shines, as he did last year, which he did phenomenal. He got Omax and Lively. So, I mean, if if there's a move that can be made, I'm all for it. But there, how realistic it is, I don't think it is, to be honest. What do you think, yeah, Jay? It, it would take a lot. It would take a lot to get Kuzma, bro. It would take a lot to get any of those guys. Um, but you know, and, and honestly, look with how with how beat up our team is, dude. I don't like. I, I hate to like tank, but we're not um, tanking. We're not tanking. That's not the like, discussion. <laughs> true. It's I'm sort far. of like, dang, bro. Do we need to like? Like, are we really trying to shake all this up now? And like, we barely no. seen the team. I was like, you know. So it's, yeah, it's do we make a move with new, knowing what we've got so far with the injured team, or yeah. do we just stand pat, wait, wait till everybody gets healthy, and then ride or die with that this season? Looking at what we got, I am not super enthusiastic about any of these moves. But off season, see what's out there, see what we do with this team we got, and um, yeah, man, 
I think it would help if I had the standings open to see exactly what we're up against. But I, I, I still think we're pretty strong. Like, it sucks it, how I'm, I'm thinking about the Lakers game too, though, because like it sucks how uh-huh. how poor we are in defense sometimes. But yeah, when we're locked in, bro, I believe in the team. So, you I know, mean, to be fair, that game D'Lo was locked in. Like, yeah, it seemed like everybody. <laughs> Like on their roster was locked in. Like they were, they were on fire. Yeah. They never make yeah. and all this. And AD looked great. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm I'm coming more to the realization that we're not gonna make a big move. I think the big move of the trade deadline might be trading for Daniel Gafford and and kind of leaving Kuzma alone. You know, like that'd be fire. Yeah. I'd be I'd be completely fine with that. Um, uh, I do. Yeah, the, the I think the what the move is more likely going to be, and, and you kind of saw it with the Pacers trade, like we're going to get outbid, you know, if we if we make a short move now that takes away one of our assets, and then we try to make a big move in the offseason, well, we're definitely going to get outbid because we, you know, we took away some of our assets, you know, we, we played the short game instead of the longer game. And I think that Luca understands that, Luke and Kai understand like, Hey, this is, we're figuring this out. We're still getting a feel for it. We're still, we're figuring out who's going to be with us when we do become contenders and what that looks like. So if we were losing all these games and we were like 10, I think that's a different conversation. And you can't really tell Luca like, Oh yeah, we're going to stand pat. We're good. Like, no, like there, there's definitely flashes where we're, we're a good team and we're beating <laughs> other good teams. So, um, yeah, we, I feel like Nico's going to stand pat or make a small move. Um, as uh, as disappointing as that is for, <laughs> uh, for like, Matt, fans that just want trades. I'm one of those fans that just wants trades sometimes, whether it makes sense. Yeah. But. I mean, yeah, it is what it is, you know? Like, sometimes that's the life of a mass fan, dude. It's like, we, sometimes we, like, we love our team, but sometimes, you know, we know when it's, like, there's something that could be done better, you know? Yeah. I feel infinitely more confident in Nico than I did the previous regime to, to make the right move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. No, I'm not going to lie. After 2018, he kind of just – he kind of just went downhill because, he like, Nelly drafted Luca and Brunson, which is, like, you know, yeah, phenomenal, you know? And see how Brunson's turning out in New York. It's like it breaks my heart, but I love seeing the guy like fall out out there, dude. Oh yeah. But it's tough. yeah. And from there it's just kind of been like, you know, downhill. And but now Nico's they've been doing great, dude. I'm confident in the moves he's making. I don't even question him anymore, dude. Ever since he <laughs> got lively and never nights. again. <laughs> never again. Because <laughs> first he like I think he signed Sterling Brown and and Moses Brown and uh extended Timmy. I was like, Nico. Yeah, you got Joe McGee. And I was like, what are you doing, Nico? And in the offseason, I was like, all right, redemption time. All right. Shut my mouth, bro. You got it. Yeah. You're in my respect. Right. All right, real quick, yeah. before we wrap up, I got a trade for y'all. Would you trade <laughs> Daniel Gafford for Grant Williams, Rashawn Holmes, and a round one pick? No. There's just Daniel that's Gafford? Up. Yeah. That seems like a lot. That's, that's a like lot. a one to one. That's a lot for the, that's a lot for. <laughs> is, is that like give. good in the trade machine? That one worked in the trade machine <laughs> after like 
after trying a million things at uh, what are they paying Daniel Gabbard? Good lord. <laughs> they're only paying him twelve mil this year, but he's getting paid like thirteen, fourteen next year, something like that. He's getting paid like thirteen mil a year, bro. Yeah, or that's what it takes. Yeah, we so we this one's a little more fair. Gafford. How about a Daniel Gafford for Grant Williams, Rashawn Holmes, a round one and a... We're a, not doing the no round ones. Or <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Gafford. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, like, you lost me at Grant Williams and... and Rashawn Holmes. And Rashawn Holmes and a first round pick. Yeah. I would have like, hoped you... to get Kuzma at that rate, but I guess not. <laughs> Lord. I mean, like, you could have told me, like, one for one. The like, Wizards yeah, have a lot of picks. Yeah. Yeah, they but, do. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get out of here, where, so where do, where do the good Mavs fans find you on socials and in person at the AAC? So, AAC is tricky because I'm usually all over the place. Not going to lie. <laughs> uh, socials is that chicken. Suit, <laughs> look for the guy in the chicken suit. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, socials is that chicken man uh it's on the back of my jersey right here nice i saw yeah. that baller That's yeah awesome. finally came in <laughs> nice and uh yeah it's uh yeah so the other guy that has chicken man with the ic i'm like man you're not even doing what i'm doing come on give it to me <laughs> <laughs> you should have that conversation with him get real with him hey man you're not you're not really using this moniker <laughs> <laughs> You could, yeah. I'll make I don't it proud. Know. Don't worry. Ma- we'll take don't care worry. Of it for you. The, the, yeah, the Buckets and Beyond Mafia will get after him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll send our we'll send our, our muscles after him. <laughs> right. There's only one chicken. <laughs> oh, there's only there's one chicken. One true chicken man. We have him on this pod. You heard it here first, fake chicken man. Um so well thank thank you again so much for coming on. We got less than a minute. We're running out of time. Um, thank you again so much. And for, um, uh, you can find us on Buckets and Beyond um, on uh, Instagram and Buckets Beyond on Twitter. Follow us. Follow Chicken Man. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're, yeah, again, thanks so much, man. It, we're, yeah, no problem. It's been a pleasure, dude. I love it. I love the combo. I love trade talks, bro. Just just keep it going, bro. You guys are doing a great job. I love it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. Likewise, keep shining it. out there. Yeah, yeah we try. Let's go, Mavs. Perfect. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Cool. <laughs> it's, I, I'm just expecting it to go off at any minute. It hasn't gotten. Yeah, no, I was trying to time it. <laughs> you did great. You're, you're-